Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here we go. Here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thank you for being with us. The C Spire text line is open, 601-879-4395. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. Here's the real deal. The best plan for one or two lines, $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull, C Spire. About lunchtime today, my phone started buzzing slash ringing, and there was a growing optimism that the restrictions in the state of Mississippi were about to be lifted. Earlier this afternoon, the governor of the state of Texas lifted all restrictions on businesses, and lifted the statewide mask mandate in the Lone Star State, effective next Wednesday. At about 2.35, Governor Tate Reeves began his press conference, and he announced that he was signing a new executive order, or was at least allowing the current executive orders to expire, and the state of Mississippi is open for business. Now, there are immediate questions that come, and we're not going to turn this into a political cesspool. People have their opinions. But as it pertains to sports, we're going to talk about this this afternoon. Because businesses across the state of Mississippi, barring any local restrictions, effective tomorrow can open at 100% capacity. That means retail establishments, that means restaurants, it means bars, it means outdoor sporting events. The only remaining restrictions, according to the governor, and now I will tell you this, I have not read the executive order. I, I, I have not seen that yet to be able to read it with my own eyes. I'm taking the governor at his word when he says the only remaining restrictions as it pertains to COVID are for K-12 through schools and for indoor sporting events where capacity is restricted to 50%. I know the question you're asking, and I'm asking the exact same question. I have sent text messages to both Keith Carter and John Cohen asking them as soon as they are available and willing to come on the show and talk about what the governor's order means for baseball. I've also been in touch with the Southeastern Conference office trying to understand 
exactly what their position is on states lifting restrictions on attendance at sporting events. There is a misconception that the Southeastern Conference has a capacity restriction in place that coincides with the state restrictions. That is not the case. However, the SEC is and will be working in conjunction with the schools as they begin to reopen for bigger crowds for college baseball and softball and any other spring sports that are going on. There are a bunch of other spring sports that are going on. you got soccer going on right now, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to, I think, and I'm reading between the lines here, I think before this season ends, be at 100% capacity at Pete Taylor Park in Hattiesburg, at Duty Noble in Starkville, and at Swayze Field in Oxford. I think. I do not, based on the little bit of information that I've been able to gather so far in the last hour and a half, I do not think that this necessarily means that tomorrow night when Ole Miss hosts Jackson State at 6.30, that Swayze Field will be at 100% capacity. I'm not even sure that that will be the case this weekend when Ole Miss hosts Belmont. Hey, Dad, who does State play this weekend? Who do they host this weekend? Tech. Okay, I don't necessarily believe that Duty Noble is going to be open for 100% capacity this coming weekend. I do think you are going to see a significant increase from where you are right now, but I don't think this means that overnight we're at 100% capacity. I think the people in power who are trying to make logical decisions may be a little hesitant to go from 25% to 100% in the blink of an eye. And and I think I can be on board with this as long as it's trending up. Yeah, I mean, if we're being honest with ourselves, capacity this weekend would not have reached 100 even if allowed. It's Belmont and Tennessee Tech. So we've got a few weeks now. I don't know if I agree with that. You thought, you think every seat would have been full. Every single seat for Tennessee Tech this weekend would have been full. I'm not saying it would have been a solid crowd, but I'm saying there would have been as big a crowd as you could. There would be more than 25%, of course. Eight to 10,000 people in Starkville and Oxford this weekend. I can only speak a, to Oxford. There would not have been 100% capacity at any game this weekend. A normal, <laughs> a, a normal non-conference, we'll see. We'll see. A normal I mean, non-conference weekend. We're, we're getting off in the weeds, right. though, regardless. Couple, this, is, this is progress. This is big progress for the state of Mississippi. It is. And especially because now it removes all the ambiguity. I've been frustrated with it, and I am certainly not alone. All of the inconsistency, the ambiguity, all that's been lifted. This is now, everybody's playing by the same set of rules. So the questionable inconsistencies of all the rules in place, that's now over. And that's really nice and refreshing. And this is a point of, a lawyer friend made this point on Twitter, and I think that people need to understand this before they go to like a restaurant and get upset with, just because the governor, and I'm not taking a stance on this, this is just how it works, just because the governor lifted the mask mandate does not mean a business is not potentially going to ask for you to have one on. 
they're still allowed to do that. So it, it might be good just for you to keep one in your car because you, oh. you might run into a, a business that is still going to ask you to have one on when you go inside. They're still well within their right to do that. Just because the governor said they don't have to doesn't mean they're going to. So that's just a lawyer friend pointed that out on Twitter. I wanted to bring that here because they're well, they can do that. So don't throw your masks away just yet. Just keep one in the glove box or something, just in case you're going to a restaurant that says you still got to have one on when yeah, you walk in. Yeah, I mean, if you cross state I, I, lines, you you may need them to go anywhere. And if you get on an airplane, you're still going to need a mask. And you, you know, I mean, I haven't don't get had so much as a sniffle since this thing started. I'm going to wear a mask going forward. I think I think I may wear one forever now. I like in perpetuity. I I like not being sick. Hey, Dad, the masked man, he is uh, going to go with that. Um, somebody sends us a text message on the ceasefire text line that does not feel the way you do. Hey, Dad, he says, can I please just stop wearing this awful mask now? <laughs> you can. You can. And the well, answer is yes, I mean, you, you can. There are some local municipalities that might not follow this order, too. So, I mean, like you said, Richard, there's a lot of layers to this. It is not just over and done today, and boom, Keith Carter, John Cohen, uh, Jeremy McClain just snap their fingers, and boom, everything's all back to normal. It's it's a process. Local municipalities have to get involved, and bureaucrats are going to have to do some bureaucrating, and, I mean, you know how this goes. But, like you said, it's a, it's a big step in the right direction, especially in terms of baseball, because this is what we're most interested in. But we've got a few weeks before SEC play begins, and you really are going to pack these places out to the gills. So they've got some time to figure this all out and distribute tickets and, I mean, parking and everything that comes with having thousands of people on your campus again for the first time in a year. You know, I do not... um, Isn't Toby Barker the mayor in Hattiesburg? Isn't that his name? I think that's right. If I miss the, if I don't have his name right, then you guys can correct Toby me. Toby Barker, according to Google, is the current mayor of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Good call. Okay, so so I I don't know Mayor Barker. I don't know Mayor Spruill in Starkville. I, I follow her on social media. Uh, I do know Mayor Tannehill in Oxford, and I guess know all of the board members. And, and here's what I know. I know that they understand the plight of the small businesses in these college towns. And I don't see any way that they can continue to, in good faith or in good conscience, put restrictions on businesses who have been so adversely impacted by this global pandemic for now a solid year. I mean, we, we're, we're two weeks away from the mandatory shutdown that you had. Like, businesses were just closed for a couple of weeks. And so, yes, I think that you are going to see local governments, particularly in our college towns, say, let's be smart, let's be responsible. But, yes, the restrictions have been lifted. I hope I'm not wrong about that. I don't think I am. I hope I'm not. Sports Talk Mississippi, plenty to get to with you this afternoon. We'll be right back. In the Venable Glass Traffic Center, 
Weather. I'm Patty Steele. Venable Glass in Richland and Brandon. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Working on those accidents still in Jackson at East Beasley and I-55 and Barksdale and North State Street. So be safe and expect delays if you're in those areas. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. At Woods Equipment, we've got a Cub Cadet just for you. Whether you like to sit, stand, or power through last year's hay, we have the tools to get the job done right. Stop by and visit our open house event on March 5th and 6th, where you can enjoy special deals, food, drinks, and fun for the whole family. Speak with an official Cub Cadet rep and test drive the full line of Cub Cadet outdoor equipment, delivering their enhanced strength, performance, and durability. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store, on March 5th and 6th for our open house event located on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call two men in a truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomenandatruck.com. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday. I told you earlier the ceasefire text line is open. 
601-879-4395. If you would like to be a part of the conversation, a huge day in the state of Mississippi as Governor Reeves about half an hour ago announced, maybe 45 minutes ago, announced that the statewide mask mandate and all restrictions on businesses were being uh, were being lifted slash eliminated effective tomorrow. All businesses, according to statewide mandate, can operate at 100% capacity. Now, as has been the case, you do have local municipalities who have the ability to make their own decisions. There was an interesting back and forth between the mayor of Starkville and some folks on Twitter just a few minutes ago. Um, That is uh, not as it stands. This is a Tuesday night, and it is a board meeting night in Starkville. It is a board meeting night in Oxford as well. And Mayor Spruill in Starkville said that that was not currently on the agenda to discuss this particular issue And if a board member wanted to discuss it, then they could add it to the agenda. Uh, It is my understanding that this is on the agenda for the Board of Aldermen meeting tonight in Oxford. I do not know about Hattiesburg. I I don't even know if this is a uh, a regularly scheduled board meeting night in uh, in Hattiesburg. So a lot of interesting stuff uh, going on. 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. If you want to jump in and be part of the conversation on the C Spire text line, uh, a couple of things. John Machado will uh, join us later this afternoon in the 4 o'clock hour. John covers the Dallas Cowboys. We will talk to him about Dak Prescott. Are they or aren't they? Will they or won't they? What's the holdup? Is Dak asking for too much? Is Dak's agent asking for too much? Is what they are asking for reasonable? Is Russell Wilson in play? Is there anybody else that's in play? Do they tag him again? We'll get to all of those questions with John Machota coming up this afternoon. And also Ben Ingram, who was scheduled to visit with us on Friday and uh, instead is visiting with us today. Uh, He is at Brave Spring Training in the state of Florida. So we'll talk some Major League Baseball with him coming up this afternoon as well. Um, this has consumed me for the last hour and a half, and so I'm a little bit of a, a, at a loss. I mean, do we? What, what's on your mind? What, what's on your mind right now? As as we get this information, what do you want to see happen? And if you're a baseball, look. Okay. Mm, sorry. I'm like I'm thinking, or I'm talking faster <laughs> than I'm thinking, right. or thinking. My mind's going faster than my mouth, or something. I have a feeling everybody listening's also kind of having the same reaction to to all. This yeah, stuff. and and I'm processing because I mean, ultimately, this is if you're a baseball fan, or if you're a sports fan, or if you're pro business, or whatever. This is where you wanted to get, but now that you've gotten there, do you just jump out and run full speed? Do you walk before you run or walk before you jog, jog before you run? Or do you say, no, we've, we've been pent up long enough, let's go? First of all, being excited about this particular announcement does not mean that I or we or hopefully anyone is without empathy 
for those who have dealt with the worst of COVID or without sympathy for those who are dealing currently with, with COVID. One of the things that the governor pointed out that I thought was, was really impressive, he, he talked about looking at daily case numbers. This was in response to a, uh, in response to a question. Talked about looking at daily case numbers and said he does that every day. But at the same time, he doesn't think that daily case numbers are or should be the be-all, end-all. He said for him, talking about the governor, the be-all, end-all was hospitalizations and ventilator usage. Those were the things that were of the most serious concern. And at our peak, as a state... There were 1,450 and change that were hospitalized because of COVID-19 in the state of Mississippi. And currently that number is at about 400, and therefore you are looking at a 72% reduction in hospitalizations related to COVID. And so that was an extremely important uh, metric for the governor to look at in terms of being willing to roll back some of these restrictions, all of these restrictions, again, with the exception of K-12 through schools and 50% capacity for indoor arenas. Those are the only two remaining restrictions, according to the governor a little while ago. So with that caveat kind of out of the way, we're about to start moving forward. And for about a week or so, uh, a week or so, it has felt like we were trending in this direction, but you still had to get to the point where the governor made the announcement. And he just made the announcement, and so now you move forward. What does that look like? What do you think it should look like? Specifically, as we focus on college baseball in the state of Mississippi. Is it bad that that's not where my first thought went? That it went straight to the fall? No. That's So when I saw this, my, my first thought, two things. One, so Dr. Dobbs said that Mississippi's given out north of 600,000 doses of the vaccine. The governor which, said by the time, by close of business tomorrow, the first day in which this new order goes into place, by close of business tomorrow as a state, we will have given out 700,000 vaccines. And I, I I just tweeted that, like, wow, that sounds pretty good, right? And somebody said, well, no, that's only 8% of the population. But, but when what? you think about it... Um, 8%? Because it's, it's 600,000 doses, so not completed since there's two doses. There are 300,000 completed vaccinations at this right. point. But when you eliminate, you know... Which ages, is 10% of the population. Yeah. When you eliminate ages 18 and under, number one... Uh, the the people that just simply don't need it, especially not right now. And well, it's not then, allowed 16 and under. Right. So you eliminate that portion of the population, which is a very large number. And then people like me, who are, I'm going to take it when it's my turn. It's not my turn yet, but I'm going to. Uh, who am not vulnerable at all. That's another significant portion of the population. When you're talking 600,000 doses with the amount of appointments we have available still, basically anybody that is vulnerable is going to be able to get it very soon. Uh, so that's a great thing. I don't care. Don't do the percentage of the population thing. Look at it on 
the number of people who truly, really need this thing. And can they get in and have they? And that should change your perspective. But my first thought was football, is that I hope that these trends and numbers continue because as much as I love baseball and our atmospheres here, what what we need and hope is for football season to have these same lacking restrictions, if you will, to where we can put 64,000 people in Oxford and 62,500 in Starkville and another 35,000 in Hattiesburg. That's what my first thought was. Hopefully this will continue until then when it really, really matters economically and beyond. If my math is right, Vorky, about one, two, three, about 400,000 residents in Mississippi are under the age of 16. That's a huge chunk. And then, I mean, so 17 and up, like through my generation up into, you know, the mid-50s or so, without any medical conditions, that's another portion of the population that, when you really think about it, don't exactly need it. It'd be great if they got it, but they're not the ones in need, you know what I mean? So when I heard that 600,000 number, I thought, that's fantastic, because I saw stories on the news this morning of other states who have had really poor rollouts, Uh, vaccines that are expiring, people that are in the critical age range that aren't getting it, and we don't have that problem here right now. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think we got a lot of good news. But again, my, my question is, what should, in your mind, the rollout for baseball attendance be? Should it be 100% starting this weekend? Should we go from 25% to 50% for the next two weekends? And then when conference play begins, bump it up to 75% or 100%, etc., etc. We'll continue to talk about that. Let us know what you think on the ceasefire text line. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. More coming up. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today we'll have rain showers, high near 50 degrees. Tonight, 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 40. Wednesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 59. Wednesday evening, mostly clear and cold, low around 38. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 67. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 42. And a beautiful day on Friday, partly sunny conditions, high near 63. Sweater service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help. 
We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. R.J. Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, America. This is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford Trucks to get the job done. But hurry, Ford Truck Month is one show you don't want to miss. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, majesticmetalsinc.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A report claims that there's, quote, substantial reason to believe that Mississippi Congressman Stephen Palazzo misused campaign funds. While the congressman from Mississippi's 4th District denies all allegations, the 47-page report from the Office of Congressional Ethics claims that Palazzo used campaign funds for personal expenses, among other potential violations. Former Mississippi Congressman Greg Harper will represent Palazzo before the committee. And following the recent winter storm, many Atmos Energy customers may be worried about high bills. Atmos says bills in the near term will not include unusually high gas prices. While February and March bills may still be higher based on the amount of gas used during cold weather, the company says they have been working with regulators to find solutions to minimize the impact. And until those solutions are identified, bills will reflect normal seasonal prices. For more on these stories, visit supertalk.fm. The Mississippi Lottery is introducing a new $20 scratch-off game, the $100 million extravaganza. There's $100 million in cash prizes, and you could win up to $500,000 on a single ticket. The game also includes millions of prizes, ranging from twenty dollars to $50,000, including 600,000 prizes between $50 and $500. Play the new $20 scratch-off game, $100 million extravaganza, today. Must be 21 or over to play. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. 
Did you hear about this? Super Talk Mississippi is your home for the JT Show. Do what now? Super Talk is where you hear JT, a man of many convictions. Fortunately, most of them are misdemeanors. That's not prison lingo, is it? Make sure you listen to the JT Show every day from 10 to 1 for a unique take on what's happening in your state. That's why you listen to this program, my friend. And your chance to join the conversation. I don't know. What do you think? The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. baseball Twitter feed has announced that first pitch has been pushed back an hour for Ole Miss and Memphis tonight. Game was originally scheduled to begin at 4 o'clock. It has been pushed back to 5 o'clock as right now the tarp is on the field and it is raining. Last time I looked at the hourly forecast, looked like between 5 and 6 o'clock the rain gets completely out of here and they will be clear sailing for the uh, for the rest of the night, so uh, hopefully that is good, and they will be able to play baseball. Ole Miss playing its first of two midweek games tonight. They've got Memphis tonight and Jackson State tomorrow night. Mississippi State has a midweek game tomorrow in Pearl. The Bulldogs will meet Southern Mississippi. That game was originally scheduled for tonight. It has been pushed back a day. Maybe they knew something we didn't know. Because, well, Borky, got... you were just handed a press release, I believe? Yeah, they didn't give an exact number, but the uh, capacity, or at least the available uh, amount of tickets available, has been increased for that game tomorrow night. They didn't say how many, but if you live in the area and want to go, hopefully they haven't sold out by now, but yeah, on the website. And yeah, Governor Reese so... has just said that uh, there will be no restrictions on outdoor college facilities. There we go. Um Boom. Would expect statements from State and Ole Miss soon. Yeah, if those don't come right away, I mean, they've got some things to figure out. Now, both Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Southern Miss have been preparing for this possibility. I don't know if they realized it was coming this soon, but they've been preparing for the possibility of full stadiums. Orky, you brought up a point a second ago that I, I think is where we go next. Um, I will let you know that both John Cohen and Keith Carter will be on the show with us tomorrow. Have confirmed with both of them, and we will get um, times to you on that coming up uh, a little bit later this afternoon. And of course, we'll promote that tomorrow on Twitter, leading up to the uh, the start of the show. But we will talk to uh, to both ads tomorrow, and hopefully, we'll have a little bit better understanding. I, I, I think. We might could have convinced them to come on this afternoon, but I don't know that we would have gotten a lot of answers yet. Um, one of the two of them texted me that there were some ducks in a row, and the other said tomorrow really would be better if that's okay. Uh, so they're both kind to uh, agree to join us tomorrow, but I think kind of trying to figure some things out. Uh, they've got to decide, you know, allotment and who's going to get tickets, and will they just pick up on the lists where they were, or are they going to reshuffle everything? Uh, a lot of decisions that have to uh, that have to be made. So, Borky, you made a point about immediately thinking to the fall. You are not the only one. I have spoken with people who were not at all caught off guard 
kind of expected that this announcement was coming, but they were a little cautious in their approach in that, yes, we want to get baseball stadiums filled up and believe that by the end of the year they will be full across the SEC. But, with no disrespect to college baseball, the biggest concern is not filling Swayze, filling Duty Noble, filling uh, filling Baum Stadium or Alec Box. The biggest concern is being able to fill Vaught-Hemingway and Davis Wade and Reynolds Razorback and Tiger Stadium and Florida Field. And that's just an economics thing. It's not a slight at spring sports. It's the understanding that everyone has that football pays the bills. And nobody wants to take a step back based on filling baseball stadiums too quickly to be able to turn around and completely fill football stadiums in the fall. I'm not sure that I think there's a direct correlation between those two things. I mean, the president of the United States said this afternoon, President Biden said he now believes that all adults in the United States will have the opportunity to be vaccinated by the end of May. So I don't necessarily think that you open up baseball stadiums, and let's say you do get a little bit of a spike, that means you're not going to have full football stadiums on the first weekend in September. But I do understand the sentiment of, we don't want to go too fast, too quickly, to mess this thing up in a way that we can't get it right in the fall. That does make sense to me. Makes perfect sense, especially when every day more shots are going into more arms, you know? Yeah. There's plenty Absolutely. of uh, appointments available, by the way. If uh, you have not yet... What's the website, Richard? Do you know off the top of your head? It's... I'll pull it up myself uh, it is when I COVID stop. COVIDvaccine.umc.edu. As of a, a couple hours ago when I looked, uh, there were plenty still available at the moment. So if you haven't gotten that thing yet, there's your chance. Adams County, over 700. Bolivar County, about 150. DeSoto County, 700. Forest County, 1,500. Harrison County, 800. 1,000 available in Jackson County. Thousand available in Jones County, eight fifty in a different location. That's with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine in Jones County, and that's One and the done. single dose vaccine. Uh, Lafayette County, twelve hundred fifty five, eight twenty five for Johnson and Johnson in Lauderdale. Another fourteen hundred in Lauderdale County. Lee County's got five hundred. Lafleur County has eleven hundred. Lowndes County, twelve hundred plus another eight fifty of Johnson and Johnson. Madison County, 450. 700 Johnson & Johnson vaccines in Madison County. Neshoba County at the Neshoba Coliseum has got 1,000 available. Octibaha County has got 1,500 available at the Horse Park. Batesville Civic Center has 900 available. Pike County has got 1,100. Trustmark Park in Rankin County has 227 appointments. The Old National Guard Armory in Sharkey, Issaquina has 174. Warren County has 29. And then in the Washington County Convention Center, 2,500 appointments available. Awesome. I, uh, Jim, Jimbo tells us he's getting the Johnson & Johnson vaccine Thursday in Madison County. 
Great to hear, Jimbo. My uh, my grandfather-in-law, who's in his 90s now, just turned 92, if I remember correctly, uh, the other day, and, and he got it, and um, no symptoms there. But they don't build him today like they built them back then when he uh, when he came <laughs> into the world. But yeah, he's. Uh, I, I was just talking to him. He said he felt good. I mean, his arm was a little sore for a day or so, but after that, no problem. So, uh, Let's see. Tim in Belmont says... I say go to 100% capacity. Anybody not comfortable with it can watch Hale State baseball at home. And and that's a sentiment that we've seen a number of people saying. Open baseball stadiums up 100%. Time to get everything moving. Mississippi should be 100% open for business. And that's one that says hotty toddy go ribs. Kevin in Smithville says open at 100%. It's been proven it's going to spread regardless. If you or your family is vulnerable, just stay home. I I, I think they're, and and I'm not sure that everybody is saying it with the the tone. I I don't think that needs to be a threatening statement. Well, if you don't feel good, just stay home. I, I, I think the way to say this is if you don't feel comfortable, don't put yourself in a situation that makes you feel more uncomfortable. Think about it like bungee jumping. I don't feel comfortable bungee jumping, so I don't go. Same yeah. thing. It's cool to watch. Yeah. Maybe from a distance, but don't if put the like big it, rubber band on my back. Get after it. Yeah. but And it is different than, say, this time last year. Because, I mean, these conversations we've had are, are the same going into football season. Uh, when cases weren't plummeting like they are right now. I mean, if you if you're unsafe... There's a personal responsibility element. But back when football season was getting planned, you didn't have... I mean, you you read off the thousands of available appointments to get a vaccine on this thing. So now, I mean, it's not even just if you're unsafe, you know, you don't have to go. It's, I mean, vaccines are available for you. So if you feel unsafe, that's also a protective thing as well. I think at this point, um, with what... We know about it and what's available to us protection-wise. And then, of course, the element of personal responsibility, which in some cases was taken away from people. Uh, there, there's no reason that they should not fill it up to however many people are comfortable being there. Let me ask you how you feel about this. What if Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Southern Miss kind of put their heads together and decided to do this in in a bit of a unified front. We're thankful to be able to raise capacity for baseball and for our other spring outdoor sports. We're going to do this in a phased approach. We're going to go 50%, and then we're going to go to 75%, and then we're going to go to 100%. We're going to do that over the next month. But you're still going to be required to wear a mask during these spring sports seasons while you're in the stadium. Would you be okay with that? I'd be fine with it, but it's because I wear a really comfortable mask that, if I'm being honest, probably isn't that effective. So it has never bothered me. Just spiritual disclosure. Are you safe? You open them, open them. I I say, you know, if they want to do that, it's not a big deal. I'm going to be wearing a mask. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Good to be with you on this Tuesday. We'll be right back.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call 601-605-4443. Looking pretty good so far this afternoon. One area with a little congestion, that's Highway 43 crossing over the Ross Barnett. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent. No other major problems. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Bonnie Shop. The best for us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an x This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420 or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream, the new degree of comfort. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hosey and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. 
heading to the coast to hit the casinos, or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Talk Mississippi to the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Thoughtful text messages on the uh, ceasefire text line. Not like thoughtful and like, oh, you guys are so sweet. Not not that, but like there's some thought going into this, and people are not we just are immediately like, yeah, we will sweet. accept those te- messages as yeah. well if, if you, you want to send we're sweet guys, you know, hey. Yeah. We try. Um, this message was uh, not a name on this one. For baseball, you only have true 100% capacity under nor- normal circumstances two to three weekends a year. Most home games are in the 50 to 75% capacity range anyway, and it's less for most midweek games. That's true. And this person points out you're not going to suddenly have 12,000 at Mississippi State versus UT Martin on a Tuesday night. Yeah, so this gives them, I mean, a grace period, a gradual increase, whatever it may be. And Richard, you read me the statement from Ole Miss. Uh, that they just released during the break. It doesn't sound like they're prepared to just ramp it up to 100% anyway. But like you and the texter said, they, they weren't going to have 100% capacity this weekend in a normal year. But it allows you to get it right first, especially when... Rather get it right now and then not screw it up for May. You know what I mean? So yeah. a, a gradual yeah. increase, figuring it out, getting tickets distributed, trying to find a way to... When you do open it up fully, you still have like hand sanitizing station, just little things in place to make sure that you're not just having everybody lick each other's faces and stuff like that when they're at the stadium. This seems to make the most sense. You know, you don't have I've to be desperate you for baseball for the beer showers. But are you Ole Miss fans licking each other's faces? What's going on there? I mean, apparently so. It's just. A way I hope to... Ole Miss students, wherever they were, whenever they heard this information, threw whatever drink they had straight into the air. I hope the state ones just drank the drink, but we'll go on. Fair enough. Here was the uh, the statement from Ole Miss Athletics and Keith Carter. There was a paragraph about being thankful that the governor had seen enough progress to um, lift the restrictions and appreciate all the work from students and faculty, etc., Here was the meat of it. Our staff is working with the Southeastern Conference and other entities to establish an attendance plan that optimizes capacity while navigating safety concerns. There will be correspondence in the hours and days ahead about tickets and fan policies for the games later this week and moving forward 
We ask for your patience as we process these new executive orders and adapt our game day procedures as quickly as possible. Think about it. (coughs) They went through a painstaking process to get as many people tickets for games, some games, as they possibly could. And now, two weeks into the season, they have received word that Mississippi is open for business. Text message a second ago that said, mm, where is it? It was basically, explain the logic to me of stair-stepping or ramping up capacity. What's the difference? Well, I think it's just logical to say you know with regard to businesses there's been a stair step process for them they went from completely closed to 25% capacity to 50% capacity to now all businesses in the state of Mississippi can be open at 100% look at I don't I don't love the idea of stair stepping, but I understand it. Because again, I think it's we're not gonna go zero to a hundred. COVID nineteen did not magically disappear today. It still exists. There are still positives. There are four hundred people in the state of Mississippi who are in the hospital because their conditions are serious or severe enough that they need hospital care for this. It hasn't completely gone away. All of the signs are positive. Positive rate, positivity rates are going down. Hospitalizations are way, way down. Folks on incubators are way, way down. All of these things are positive, but it's not gone completely. And so taking some cautious steps as we reopen, I don't think is the worst idea in the world. I think jumping from 25% to 50% or 60% in the coming days is a pretty good idea. And then have a plan to, when SEC play begins, not this weekend, not next weekend, but the following weekend, your plan is then to be at 100% capacity. So you, you you take a couple of weeks of ramping up, and then on March the 12th, is that right? That's Friday. No, that's a week from Friday. It's, it's the eight. It's the the 18th, the 19th, and all that, right? Yeah. Okay. March 19th, opening weekend of college of conference play. I think that's probably your target. We'll see. Your home for all his sports. America's Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Forces. 601-345-89. Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says U.S. intelligence indicates Russian operatives used a nerve agent to poison opposition leader Alexei Navalny. The use of any chemical weapon directly violates international legal obligations and norms of civilized conduct. The Biden administration today announcing new sanctions against Russian officials for Navalny's poisoning and imprisonment. 
New York Governor Andrew Cuomo facing more calls for his resignation after a third woman comes forward with sexual harassment claims. The third accuser tells the New York Times that Governor Andrew Cuomo touched her back and face and asked if he could kiss her just moments after they met at a wedding in 2019. Two other women who used to work with him have already come out, accusing him of sexual advances. In a statement, the governor said he only meant to joke with staff to add, quote, levity to their serious work. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America is listening to Fox News. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Mississippi prisons are in crisis because of extremely long sentences and parole laws that offer no way out. These laws are costing us millions and don't make us any safer. State lawmakers are considering solutions that safely reduce the prison population. They need our support. Without reform, we all pay. Families, communities, and taxpayers. We can fix this crisis, but only if we act now. Paid for by Forward.us. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Effective Wednesday, Governor Tate Reeves has issued a new executive order rolling back restrictions in the state of Mississippi. This new order removes all of our county mask mandates and allows businesses to operate at full capacity without state-imposed rules or restrictions. Masks will still be required in K-12 schools across the state. Also included in the order is welcome news for college baseball fans as capacity limitations have been lifted for outdoor venues. A 50% limit does remain for indoor venues. Prior to today's announcement, the Department of Health's latest report remained low with 301 new cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total up to just under 295,300. With the confirmation of four 44 additional deaths, 6,724 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. Okay, my name's not Smokey, and I'm certainly not a bear. But I do come bearing an important message regarding wildfires. If it's a windy day, don't burn. And make sure you're not under a burn ban. Because like the slogan says, only you can prevent wildfires. I know, it sounds better when he says it. So pretend it came from a big furry bear in a ranger hat. And visit msforestry.com for more wildfire prevention tips. A message from the Mississippi Forestry Commission through a grant from the USDA Forest Service. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hogan and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. If we want to improve health care in our state and drive costs down, we need to get rid of the certificate of need process. That according to Douglas Carswell with the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. About 40 years ago, these laws, often very poorly understood, were created, and it created a, a system so that the existing suppliers of health care had a, a rigged market so that new competitors 
competitors couldn't come in. They suit the doctors and the hospitals, and there's a reason why in Mississippi we've got a lot of well-paid doctors, but very poor health care outcomes. And January 17th marked the 30th anniversary of the beginning of Operation Desert Storm, and there's an effort in D.C. to designate a day each year to honor the vets who served. Congressman Stephen Palazzo and Jerry McNerney have introduced a resolution to designate February 28th as Desert Storm Veterans Day. It also underscores continued support for fair compensation and medical treatment for veterans suffering from ailments associated with their service, including but not limited to exposures to certain chemical, biological, and environmental toxins. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Bull. When you listen to other wireless carriers, bull is all you hear. They talk about great deals, but it's never the price for one or two lines. One line with AT&T is 60 bucks. At Verizon, it's 90. Enough bull. Get the new Seaspire real deal plan. 10 gigs, 45 bucks per line with autopay. 45 bucks, no bull. Seaspire. For limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trading. Head to cspire.com for details. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. This is a place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Clock hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Good to be with you, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com, and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. John Machota joins us right now, writes at The Athletic, and he covers the Dallas Cowboys. He wrote a piece yesterday that was titled, The Cowboys' 10-Step Plan for the Offseason Begins with Dak Prescott. And number one on the 10-step plan was to sign Dak Prescott. John, really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us this afternoon. That's easily said, and I think everybody is in agreement that that needs to happen, but is it going to happen? Well, I guess the best way I could describe it is maybe putting it in a percentage, and I would say I still think there's a better than 50% chance that they get something done. Um there hasn't been much movement or much reason to think that they're, you know, on the cusp of getting something done. But obviously that can change very quickly if you just get both sides together. And the problem is, though, is in the past with this team, uh, with contracts and things like this, you know, the deadlines are things that really bring the two sides together. And so, you know, the, the two deadlines you're looking at right now are, one, the start of free agency because you would like to sign long-term so you have more free agency uh, room to sign players and then the other one if it doesn't get done before free agency starts would be that that middle of july deadline when he, if he doesn't have a long-term contract by then then he's gonna have to play under a second tag and if he has to play under a second tag that's not good for the cowboys because then he's got he's already got almost all the leverage right now and if he was to play for a second tag i mean he's gonna go to free agency and then you're if you're the cowboys you're sitting there trying to bid against these other teams and and 
and that's not a w- way to win on this either. So they have to get something done. Uh, you know, he's their guy. Uh, and, and, and everything I keeps going back to for me, and, and I think I've said to you guys before, is just that Jerry Jones has always signed all the players that he's really wanted. And I've been led to believe this entire time he really wants Dak Prescott. And so while we sit here and talk about it and, and there's, you know, nervousness, I know, and I can sense from the fan base, there's always been a little bit of part of me that believes Jerry Jones knows at any given time he can give in and get this deal done. He's done deals in the past business-wise that are even bigger than this one. And so I don't get the sense that he's sweating it as much as people on the outside are. But, hey, the people on the outside aren't making the deal, so they don't know exactly what's going on, and they know how bad it is in this league if you don't have a quarterback. John, is there truth to the statement that this has gotten more expensive for Dallas by waiting? Oh, yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, the longer you wait with any of these quarterbacks, just, you know, the market's going to go higher as long as the quarterback's playing at a high level. And certainly Dak was uh, up until the injury in, in week five. And so, um, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's, I guess, I guess what I'm getting at is it, if you rewind to, you know, there was an opportunity to do this before Patrick Mahomes signed his extension that was just this astronomical number. I, I don't know if $30 million Annually, and whatever the extra terms were, would have gotten it done, or if it was going to take thirty-five million. But it feels like, with the news that, that came out yesterday, that he wants to be just behind Patrick Mahomes. That this thing has gone way, way up than where it could have been a year ago at this time. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that. I, I also say that you know the Cowboys are never going to come out and say this, but actions speak louder than words, and the actions are that while they believe in Dak Prescott, they might not believe at, uh, in him at forty million dollars a year because of how many other pieces they feel like they still need to keep on this team. It's not like, let's keep in mind, with Dak Prescott healthy, under contract, and other pieces around him in these previous seasons, it's not like anybody's confused and thinks that the Cowboys are knocking on the door of winning a Super Bowl. So that the side from the Cowboys could sit there and think that, well, we still have to add a lot more around him, and so we don't really want to go north of you know $40 million a year. But, I mean, if they would have got it done – uh, a year ago, there's no question that they would have been paying less than what they're going to have to pay now. But that's just the price of doing business uh, at the yeah. quarterback position. So, yeah, I mean, they, hey, the Cowboys deserve plenty of blame on this. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's like, if, okay, if you don't have Dak, what's your, what's your next play? It's not like they have a young quarterback on the roster that they can be like, well, if it, you know, if it doesn't work out with Dak, then it's just, you know, it's a year earlier that we're going to have to hand the reins over to so-and-so. But so-and-so isn't on the roster. So, and I don't get the feeling from a team that hired Mike McCarthy as their head coach and didn't interview any college coaches that they're looking to do any type of a rebuild or start over. I would think that if they don't keep Dak Prescott, then then they're going to have to go the veteran route, you know, either via trade or via free agency, like we've seen, you know, how many of these quarterbacks over the last few years become available that are veterans. Obviously, the most notable being Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, but I, that just doesn't seem like a good game to play. Now, the best, the best move that it seems for the Cowboys to make is the one in their own backyard. And that's the sign Dak Prescott, you know, and you can hear all these stories about ah, Russell Wilson's interested in the Cowboys or this quarterback's interested in the Cowboys. Yeah. But there's so many hoops you have to jump through to even get any of those things done. And any one of these paths you go down, it, it just seems to come back to like, well, why don't you just resign Dak? That seems like that's the, that's the, <laughs> the, the quickest path to success. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of other options on the table that make more sense than that. Hey, John, it's Brian Haydad. If this deal doesn't get done, what's the reaction in Dallas? Well, I would say the majority will be 
extremely disappointed in Jerry Jones. Not that they aren't already. I mean, most diehard Cowboys fans are frustrated by, you know, over 25 years without getting back to the Super Bowl. But I think this will add to it. I, I think the only thing that would would save the Cowboys would be if they had some type of another play up their sleeve and that they lost Dak Prescott, but then they were able to do a deal and, and brought in another quarterback. But I just don't see realistically who that would be. That would that would be considerably better than Dak Prescott that they could realistically get, and so it just seems like a very small percentage chance that the Cowboys come out looking good if, if any of the plays are any one that doesn't include Dak Prescott. So uh, the the fan base, I mean, the fan base is frustrated as it is because they were they were told that hey, we're going to get a new head coach finally after a decade of Jason Garrett because this guy's going to take us to the next step. And not only did they not take the next step, they actually took steps back, and so it's not a great time right now. Uh, for Cowboys fans, there's not a lot of belief right now. In if they don't get anything done with Dak Prescott, then that that belief goes down even further. You know, I don't care. You can be the most critical Dak Prescott fan. You know, I mean, obviously, when there was a transition from Tony Romo to Dak Prescott, there was a lot of Romo fans. You know, they wanted Romo to still be on the team, wanted Romo to still be the quarterback. Even those people can't sit there now and say that. Yeah, they're better. We're better off right now without Dak Prescott. So yeah, fans. Uh, are, are not going to be happy if, if, if Dak Prescott's playing for another team a year from now. John, Thursday or Friday of last week, we were debating this. Let, let's say that Dallas was able to jump through all the hoops, to use your words a second ago, and, and end up with Russell Wilson. They would have to give stuff up. He would still be expensive. And the debate was whether or not the numbers, the production – for Russell Wilson would be appreciably better in the Cowboys' offense than the numbers that, assuming he's healthy, Dak Prescott would put up. Is there merit to that conversation that you might not really see that much of a difference? There is, and I completely agree with you, especially with everything that you have to give up. I mean, as of right now, if you told me who's the better quarterback, it's Russell Wilson. But I've seen nothing from Dak Prescott over the previous five seasons, aside from obviously the ankle injury, that would make me think that he hasn't done anything but improve. So I, I, I don't see it. You know, I don't know how much better Russell Wilson's going to get. I think you can have the current Russell Wilson for another, you know, four or five years. Or I don't know if he's going to get that much better. I think Dak Prescott can still get better. And so I don't know that you're getting the best Dak Prescott yet. That his best days could very well still be in the future. But even if, even if we'll say it, you know, it, it's completely even or uh, Russell even a little bit ahead, whatever. All, all that you have to give up makes it no, makes very little sense why you would be willing to give all that up. As you said, you still have to pay him his his salary, which is you know thirty six million per year, I believe. So it's not like you're getting a huge bargain there. I, I'll just say this: while I don't think that's a good idea, and it certainly sounds like you guys don't think it's a good idea, and most Cowboys fans don't think it's a good idea, it doesn't matter what we think. It matters only what Jerry Jones thinks. And if Jerry Jones, at the end of the day, doesn't one hundred percent believe that Dak Prescott is the quarterback to take them to get back to Super Bowls, then maybe he does a deal like that. But he's the only one. Because it can literally be every scout, every other person in the front office in that building telling him, Jerry, no, you have to get this done. It's going to be a disaster if we go in any other direction. Like, you have to just sign Dak. And even if it's a little bit more than you want to pay, you have to pay it. If Jerry wants to do his own thing, which he's done in his life several times to very big-time success, He's yeah. going to do that, and that's what's so different about the Cowboys and other teams because not only is your GM your GM, but he's also your owner, and that's the other part. Like, if this is another team, you know, a GM is going to be like, I, we, have to, we have to give Dak Prescott this deal 
because if we don't, we lose him, I'm losing my job too. Whether Dak Prescott's on the, on the Cowboys a year from now or not, Jerry Jones isn't going anywhere. Yeah, he still owns the team. The uh, the power of the pen when you get the checkbook, there's something, uh, something to that. Hey, only 45 seconds left. What would the market be for Dow, uh, for Dak as an unrestricted free agent? I don't think that he would get $45 million a year like Patrick Mahomes, but he will get north of $40 million. And it'll, okay. and it'll be, I'm very confident it'll be more than whatever the Cowboys, if, okay, so if Dak gets, a, if they get, Cowboys get an extension done right now, this offseason, before the 2021 season starts, it'll be for less money than Dak Prescott will get on the open market. And the other key thing to this is when you, when you're thinking about that, don't think that Dak's going to have to take that and get that extra money from a dumpster fire. No, he'll get that from a team that might even be better than the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Interesting, uh, interesting perspective. John, really appreciate your insight. Great visiting with you and hope to talk to you again soon. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me on. That's John Machota. You can uh, follow him on Twitter. He writes at The Athletic, talented writer, great insight into the Cowboys. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs during Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443. Have an accident in Rankin County, I-20 eastbound just past Highway 49. Also an accident on I-20 eastbound uh, in Hines County uh, just past Gallatin. Major delays east and westbound along 20 and traffic on 55 southbound backed up to fortification. Also an accident on Highway 43 about a mile north of 471. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body shop ridgeland medical clinic is a proud sponsor of the gallo radio show conveniently located in ridgeland off highway 51 north in the oak place shopping center call them to see jody adams today covid19 has had a profound effect on the workplace as organizations adapt rj young is here to help we provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Okay, class, let's bump it up to nine. Come on, Limu, keep peddling we got to build our endurance to let more people know that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Pick up the pace, bird legs. Hey, don't talk to Lemu like that. I'm not. I'm talking to you. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. With the extreme winter weather that we've had all across Mississippi recently, the blood supply is very low. And now it's critical that Mississippi Blood Services gets more blood on the shelves to ensure that we have what Mississippi patients need. 
Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. JT here. Jackson, I'd love to have you join me tomorrow from 10 to 1 for the JT Show. We'll hang out and talk about the hot issues of the day right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. It's big. Brace yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. Good about that extra little bit of jingle in your pocket. Absolutely. Or, or maybe you picked a stock and, you know, talking about low stakes here. Spent $100 and that $100 over the course of a day or a week or a month turned into $200. Makes you feel great. Dan Gilbert. He is the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's he's the owner of Quicken Loans, which uh, went public as Rocket Companies. He's also in a crazy August person. of 2020. Say what? He's also a crazy person. Dan Gilbert. Yes. Yeah, it probably takes a little bit of crazy to do what he's done. Basically, create a company from nothing, and see it grow to a uh, $36 billion valuation when you take it public, he still owns 90% of the company, give or take. Stock jumped uh, $20 today, almost $20. His net worth today rose... By $32.3 billion. <laughs> it's like, do you even know that's going to happen when you roll out of bed? I guess maybe you know the earnings report's coming out and you expect it to go up a little bit, but do you expect your net worth to increase by 64% in a day? Yeah, good for him. Yeah, maybe he uh, can build a, a new arena or something and get the next LeBron James to... Uh, get drafted there and then leave and come back and then leave again. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, that, hey, that's hey. an owner that delivered a championship. Won a championship. And convinced LeBron to come back. No, it wasn't. That wasn't altogether pretty. Maybe it just happened to be that he was the owner of the team in LeBron State there where he wanted to come back and win a championship for home. More or, or more whatever. likely that, but yeah, that's all together. Right. Hey, cha- rings are rings, right? Doesn't matter how you get them. Just ask Auburn. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, let's go back to the conversation with uh, John Machota from just a second ago. What did he say that stood out to you? Although I... I see why he thinks that. I do not believe in the open market there would be some kind of massing, massive $40 million a year bidding war for Dak Prescott. 
Although I was thinking about this earlier. You know what makes a ton of sense if he happens to... if. Yeah, and there's a lot of ifs here. If Dallas acquires Russell Wilson, which they could put together an attractive package for, as could the Saints, by the way. I read something earlier that said um, there is some mutual interest there, and New Orleans has definitely reached out to Seattle and is gauging what it would take, for whatever that's worth. Okay. Um, if Dak becomes a free agent, if the Dallas Cowboys sign Russell Wilson, if they give up their 10th pick to get him, New England. They have a lot of money, and they need a quarterback. I, I, I could see Dak getting $40 million. I could see it. He's young. He's been statistically good. You, outside of, you know, this year, that, that's a freak injury. For yeah, part, yeah. You know, he's, he's durable. And I don't think I mean, the injury is going to be held against him on the open market. No, I don't think so. And he's also, uh, you know, and, and God knows you could say this, and then two weeks later you never know, but Dak Prescott does not seem like the type of guy that you have to worry about being the face of your franchise. You know, you don't have to worry about him, you know, rolling in at four in the morning and, and getting arrested. He, he, it doesn't feel like that's a, that's a concern. And I mean, that's a concern in today's NFL when you're talking about that kind of investment. I mean, he, he fits the bill of a fa- franchise quarterback. Uh, yeah, I mean, I New would Orleans wouldn't happen, by the way. If it does become a bidding war at all, the the pipe dream that I had last week about if the Cowboys acquire Russell Wilson, Dak comes home, that they that wouldn't happen. Dak wouldn't call that home either. By the way, right. Louisiana, he's, he's maybe clo- but he's physically closer again, to Dallas than he is yeah. New Orleans in his hometown. Louisiana, but, north of like certain counties, you're in. T- it's it's just East Texas anyway. I, but. Yeah, but the Saints are still. I mean, I I'm know I grew you. up a Cowboys fan. I know, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of Cowboys fans in that part of the country. Yeah, it's in a, it would be an attractive place, but yeah, and then you look at see see why mm. I, I'm as reluctant to say that you know there would just be some kind of bidding wars. How many teams actually need quarterbacks right now? Not a very big we list. The, we just got one on the text line that's interesting. Not for this year, maybe, but Pittsburgh. That is that's very interesting, actually. One last year of Roethlisberger, and then you go get Dak. They should have had the same conversation that the Saints should have with Drew Brees. They should. All right, they can do it this year. Yeah. All right, buddy. Look, you were a great racehorse, but you sprained your ankle, and it's you know, it's time. Have a great retirement. But anyway, I mean, how many teams actually need a quarterback? San Francisco's moving on from Garoppolo. Uh, the Panthers are looking to move on from Bridgewater. Chicago, you would assume, is looking for a quarterback, but there was a report today that said the team is considering bringing Mitch Trubisky back because why not triple or quadruple down on your bad draft pick? You might as well septuple down on it, um, <laughs> whatever it may be. But how many teams are actively looking ride. for quarterbacks, and which one of those are not going to draft a guy? So Jacksonville's taking Trevor Lawrence. You're not convinced that the Jets are taking a quarterback anymore. Depending on what happens with Deshaun Watson. It's it's kind of a mess right now. That's what I'm trying to get at. It sounds confusing because it is. The quarterback market is kind of muddy. Because you've got teams that want to move on from their guy or should move on from their guy that that haven't. With Houston and Deshaun Watson and Teddy Bridgewater and, and Darnold in New York and Garoppolo in San Francisco, all those teams seemingly either need to move on from their guy because he wants out or want to move on from that guy but haven't done it. 
they got to find homes for these guys, and then you've got teams that are going to draft quarterbacks. It's a mess right now. And But that's why I fell in New England. I think Dak in New England makes a ton of sense. Ceasefire text line. Please let Dak go. He's never won anything. I mean, the Cowboys really haven't won anything, period, as John pointed out, in two and a half decades. It's the same thing with Matt Stafford. Wins are not an ideal quarterback stat. Now, on one hand, it's like, well, why do we attribute wins to Tom Brady when he throws for 200 yards and has a defense that plays great? Because there's more to playing quarterback than just throwing for a lot of yards and touchdowns, and there's also more to quarterback play than wins and losses. I think Matt Stafford is a heck of a lot better than his wins and losses record. I think currently, today, you would rather have, skill-wise, Matt Stafford than Tom Brady. But if you give me one more season of Tom Brady or Matt Stafford for one season, who are you picking? It's Brady because the intangibles and stuff. It's always a weird thing. I mean, Brady's a winner. And you can't really quantify it other than he's a winner and you can see it and feel it. But you can't hold not winning against Matt Stafford because he's been in organizational incompetence his entire career. You can't hold not winning against Dak Prescott because a very similar situation applies to him as well. Coaching or organizational incompetence has been part of his story since he became the starter there. What about a straight-up trade, Russell Wilson, for Dak Prescott? I mean, it would have to be with the understanding that Seattle was going to be able to sign Dak to a long-term deal or the Cowboys would have to sign him and then trade him. Do they do sign and trades in the uh, in the NFL? They it don't. The it's the technically time. against the rules. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, but but you can do it. I mean, let's be honest. You, you can get it done. Uh, I yeah. what I was reading earlier, the guy proposed the Saints do that with Jameis, make Jameis part of their proposal to Seattle with a sign and trade. But that's unprecedented in the NFL because you're not allowed to talk about that. But you know, get a burner phone and say, what would you want to sign Jameis for? No, is it $5 million a year? Okay, that's what we'll sign him for and then move on. I'm, that's why the Saints couldn't get clowny because they tried to do something like that. But you can get it done if if you really want to get it done. You can get it done. It's just unprecedented. Yeah. I asked that question because we got a, uh, a message from Jason. He said, Dak's stats are very similar to Russell Wilson's the last three years. How about Dak and DK Metcalf? Since Dak's already shown he's not going to cry about a bad offensive line. <laughs> in fairness, when he started in Dallas, he had one of the best in the history of the game. Line year one, and they yeah, won. Yeah, they, won they were thirteen and three, and they, he was the one of the rookies of the year. Yeah. And they just let it get worse. And hey, look what happened. It has. I would say it has gone in the opposite direction in recent years. Yeah. Mississippi State fan, where do you want to see him? Do you like him in Dallas? Would you prefer him in New Orleans? I mean, yeah, I know I, I gotta, you would. Well, that's the thing. It's like I, you gotta. It's got to be your pro allegiance, not your college allegiance. If you're a state fan, you just want to say, "I just want that guy to make forty plus million dollars a year." And then it's a bonus if he happens to end up on the team that you if cheer. If he for. happens to be in New Orleans, that's a bonus. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today we'll have rain showers, high near 50 degrees. Tonight, 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 40. Wednesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 59. Wednesday evening, mostly clear and cold, low around 38. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 67. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 42. And a beautiful day on Friday, partly sunny conditions, high near 63. Swither, service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you for helping us get our daddies back. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. Mississippi prisons are in crisis because of extremely long sentences and parole laws that offer no way out. These laws are costing us millions and don't make us any safer. State lawmakers are considering solutions that safely reduce the prison population. They need our support. Without reform, we all pay. Families, communities, and taxpayers. We can fix this crisis, but only if we act now. Paid for by Forward.us. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridgeland Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridgeland Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridgeland Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Effective Wednesday, Governor Tate Reeves has issued a new executive order rolling back restrictions in the state of Mississippi. This new order removes all of our county mask mandates and allows businesses to operate at full capacity without state-imposed rules or restrictions. Masks will still be required in K-12 schools across the state. Also included in the order is welcome news for college baseball fans as capacity limitations have been lifted for outdoor venues. A 50% limit does remain for indoor venues. Prior to today's announcement, the Department of Health's latest report remained low with 301 new cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total up to just under 295,300. With the confirmation of four 44 additional deaths, 6,724 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. 
In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. Phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We are joined right now by Ben Ingram from the Atlanta Braves Radio Network from lovely and sunny Florida where spring training is going on. Does this feel like a new dawn, a new day, the start of something refreshing, Ben, as you get down to Florida and kind of get ready for a, a season that hopefully is going to feel a lot different than things did a year ago? Yeah, I think so, Richard, and I appreciate you having me. It certainly feels Thank familiar, and, and, and that that's the good news because, uh, you know, going through what we went through last year, there was so much uncertainty, and I, I, I really applaud Major League Baseball and the powers that be for finding a way to finish a season, crown a champion, uh, have some semblance of a regular season. But now that we went through that, I think we learned a lot from it, and I think that we've seen an evolution to how we treat this whole thing. And I think you go into that with, with a lot of confidence, knowing that you can do this and, and play 162 this go-around. So it feels re- really good just to get back to baseball as you would normally expect at this time of year. So, Ben, I was in Arlington, not this past weekend, but the weekend before for the college baseball showdown, and there were – about 17,000 in the ballpark on Saturday, about 18,000 in the ballpark on Sunday. We've gotten gubernatorial announcements today in Texas and in Mississippi about restrictions being lifted. Is there much word at this point out of the state of Georgia as to what it's going to look like, or is there optimism that as the season goes along, uh, capacity restrictions are going to be lifted, and maybe by the time we get to, oh, I don't know, the 4th of July or something like that, you can have a packed house? I think that's the hope, and I haven't heard anything official. And I, I know that here in spring training, they're allowing up to a certain amount of folks to come in. I think we announced 1,600 today. Braves had their first uh, spring training game today. But I think the hope is, and, and I know that the Marlins made an announcement maybe three or four weeks ago that they would anticipate 20% capacity. 
And, and being in Florida, I think that's probably the most aggressive you'd see any team uh, to start the season. I'd expect Georgia to be somewhere in that vicinity to start the year. And I think what they want to do is, and this is why I think I think states like Florida and Georgia have done a really nice job, and I don't understand what California is doing, to be quite honest, and maybe you could say that about a lot of things. But I, I would say that starting off the starting off the season and saying, okay, we'll allow up to X amount of stadium capacity, and then let's just see what happens from there. Uh, California has come out and said that they're they're guaranteeing there won't be any fans the entire season. Well, I don't understand why you would uh, say that now and just assume that you know exactly what's going to be taking place in August and September and October. I think that's uh, I think that's too aggressive. I'm all for being cautious. I'm all for being careful and doing what makes sense. Uh, but just to sit here and assume that we know it's going to be what, what, our, what, the, what the temperature in our country is going to be like when it comes to this come uh, four or five months from now, I just don't understand. And I, and I think what I'd expect from the Braves and other teams uh, is to start the season with 15 to 20 percent capacity, and then let's just continually take the temperature of what the uh, what, what things are going, how things are going in our country. I think what you get maybe the All Star break. I think you could have incrementally move up that percentage, and we'd love to all get back to 100 percent. And I hope that that's the case, but I think taking it uh, a month at a time and adjusting your protocols for whatever's going on in our country, to me, that seems like the most appropriate thing. I don't want this to all be about COVID. Does MLB have a say in what stadiums are allowed to do? And I ask that with you know the announcement from Governor Abbott in Texas as the backdrop and the fact that you know Globe Life and, and, and Minute Maid last year had playoff series. Obviously, Globe Life had the, the NLCS and the World Series. Um, if if they want to go full capacity in Arlington or Houston, can they? Yes, they can. And and here's what's what's happening. You know, last year, I can I can tell you this just by having some conversations. That the Braves wanted to have fans last year. Uh, Major League Baseball wouldn't allow it. They weren't going to allow any stadium to have any fans whatsoever. This year it's going to be different. They're going to leave that up to the individual state. So whatever each state okay. is doing, whatever the mandates are per each state, Major League Baseball is going to allow those those stadiums in those states adhere to whatever the protocols are for that state. So if it's wide open in Houston, well, I'd expect the Rangers and, and the Astros to – uh, have big crowds, and obviously they can do whatever they want to do, but they have the ability to be up to 100%. Uh, and I, I would I would assume that if that's what Governor DeSantis did here in Florida, I'd expect that the Rays and, and the Marlins would, would do something similar. So they're leaving hey, the jokes right themselves. State. You don't have to go any farther than that, Ben. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you went to Globe Life last year for the playoffs, didn't you? For the for the. Were you, were we we for... did not. We if the Braves had had won the championship series, we would have traveled for the World Series. So okay. I mean, that was you know a huge bummer because we wanted to go and call actual playoff games in person. But no, we, we were yeah. just one win shy of that. All right, what do you uh, what do you think of this team? I mean, obviously we're just getting going in in spring training, off season acquisitions, deals that were made, make up of what's coming back. Is this team ready to? I mean, take a, a step, which is as you said one win from where they wanted to be a year ago. I think so. I mean, it, it, it's so hard to to really predict. I think it's so much easier to predict the NFL and, and NBA and uh, college football and college sports because you don't have near as many games. And I think the, the, the thing that makes it so challenging for baseball is you can never predict health. But if you were to say, okay, this team is going to be 100%, uh, they're, they're going to have their, their big names healthy the entire season, 
I'd say it's a team that expects to be in the World Series, or at least knocking on the door. And they were right there last year. You bring back pretty much the same team, and you add a few pitchers. Uh, I think the bullpen is still strong, and then you lose Mark Melanson. You don't bring back Shane Green, but you had plenty of guys with, with closing experience that you can use at the back end of the bullpen. I think the rotation is significantly stronger than it was a year ago. There, there were National League Championship Series games where once the game ended, we were waiting on Brian Snitker's post-game press conference to learn who would be starting the very next day. Uh, what I'm getting at is you just didn't know what the what the uh, rotation was going to shape up to be. You didn't know what the depth was like. You add Drew Smiley. You add Charlie Morton. You bring along Ian Anderson for his first full season in the big leagues. I think once Mike Soroka is 100%, he can be as good as any pitcher in the big leagues. Uh, and then Max Fried, who's been just a, a flat-out winner the last two years. I think it's a better rotation. and it, It's a lineup that you bring back fully intact from last year. Uh, Ronald Acuna, Ozzie Albies, Freddie Freeman, Marcelo Zuna, Travis Darno, Austin Riley. I mean, it's, it's just a long lineup. And I think if you're an opposing pitcher, it's just a hard, hard lineup to navigate through and, and try to find a place to find out. So I think they should be every bit as good as they were last year. And so long as they're healthy, they should be right back where they were. The only tough part about that is this division didn't get worse. It got better. I mean, it's such a good division. The Mets got better. The Nationals are still good. Uh, even the Marlins got better last year, making the postseason. And uh, we know the Phillies have the potential to be pretty good. So it's a really stout division. And uh, one of the Braves have won the last three years. And they feel like they should be able to get back to the uh, same place they were last year and go even further. Ben, does it feel like an even bigger deal what the Braves were able to accomplish with the signings a couple of years ago of Albies and Acuna, given what San Diego has spent on Machado and Tatis in the last two off-seasons? When Fernando Tatis signed, I saw a tweet that said, if I'm Ronald Acuna, I'd be firing my agent immediately. And I, yeah. I don't know that that's... No doubt. Uh, but I understand the, the, the spirit behind that, that tweet, because... Uh, I mean, you're talking about one guy who goes out that gets $340 million over 14 years, and then, you know, Acuna, I mean, look, hard to hard to complain about $100 million. I don't care what uh, what the situation is. but it, it, Which, it, in fairness, goes team. farther in Georgia than it does in California. No, oh, a lot further. That's for sure. <laughs> that's, that's, that's definitely for sure. And, you know, it's a, it's a much more team-friendly deal, and, you know, what you're guaranteeing is is, uh, you've got those two guys in Albies and Acuna for what you would perceive to be the best years of their career. I don't know what happens with Tatis. I mean, a 14-year deal is just uh, – that that's insane. Uh, I mean, it, it's one thing to have – uh, a ten-year deal, but fourteen. I mean, I mean, go. If, if that's what you want, obviously that's that's great. But uh, it's hard to predict and hard to forecast what a guy's going to be, early thirties, mid thirties. But you know, they're securing that guy for the, the the prime years of his career. Braves were able to do yeah. that for about a third of what the Padres spent. So I think it is a big deal, and uh, I think that those two guys at the top of the order, Nakuni and Albies, can be as good as anybody out there. So. It works out really well for the Braves compared to what the Padres spent on Tatis and Machado. I will I will share with you as we wrap up two text messages that we've got. One says, Ben sounds like a young Vin Scully. That's kind of compliment of compliments. And then another one says, uh, love the Braves talk. Let's do this more often as the season of high expectations gets rolling. Yeah, I'd love to have it. And look, I, there's one thing I love in this world. It's my home state. And I love the opportunity to come on the air and talk to Mississippians. And, uh, those are still my favorite people on the planet. So anytime I get an opportunity to come on your show, I really appreciate it, Richard.
Is there a gun that you don't like shooting? I mean, I follow you on Instagram, and it seems like the off season is nothing but uh, you know shotguns and and other creative uh, yeah, well, I've, uh, powder firing yeah, devices. I've got a, a bunch of friends that have uh, very similar hobbies to me, and uh, you know, I got some friends with some really cool toys as well. So it, there you go. I, I don't get a whole lot of time to get into those toys during the season, but when the off season gets here, it's uh, you know roll up the sleeves and get after it. So it's a lot of fun. Ben, you're always kind and generous with your time, and we always enjoy the conversations. We'll catch up with you soon, my friend. Thank you, Richard. Appreciate it, brother. Ben Ingram from the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. How about that? Sounds like a young Vin Scully. That's about as high a praise as you can uh, hand off to an announcer. In fairness, that dude is just born with a gift. Yep. The uh, the voice is pretty pure, isn't it's it? It's pretty awesome. And very polished, too, if you ever get to listen to a game. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We've got more coming up with you. Sit tight. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443. Officials still working to clear that accident. Highway 43 about a mile north of 471. Also still have that accident. I-20 eastbound just past Gallatin. As traffic back way up, the other accident on 20 just west of Highway 49 has been cleared. Traffic slow getting back up to speed. 55 southbound is backed up to Lakeland. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. Hey, guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601 487 2260. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey. Online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420 or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream. 
the new degree of comfort. At Woods Equipment, we've got a Cub Cadet just for you. Whether you like to sit, stand, or power through last year's hay, we have the tools to get the job done right. Stop by and visit our open house event on March 5th and 6th, where you can enjoy special deals, food, drinks, and fun for the whole family. Speak with an official Cub Cadet rep and test drive the full line of Cub Cadet outdoor equipment, delivering their enhanced strength, performance, and durability. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store, on March 5th and 6th for our open house event located on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a deal. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz, and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat. So if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hosey and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This is Sports Talk. This is Sports Talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. You know, when the governor's press conference was uh, was going on earlier today, I just kind of tweeted very matter-of-factly what was being said. I uh, said, uh, Tate Reeves just announced that effective tomorrow, March 3rd, the statewide mask mandate will be lifted and all businesses may operate at 100% capacity. Here's my favorite response. Richard is a clown emoji. Spooked by sports stopping, now hedging his career in right-winged goofball politics. One missed paycheck away from storming the Capitol. Hey, by the way, buddy, I think the Capitol you're talking about is spelled with an O, not an A. I got English teacher in my future, if necessary. I mean, you know, he doesn't know you have that uh, that cross money in the bank. Yeah, yeah, that's it. One of these days, hey, Dad. (laughs) One of these days. Uh, We will reset on the big news of the day when we begin the 5 o'clock hour of the show, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. I was interested to hear that, uh, you know, the way Ben described it, there was no attendance at Major League Baseball last year until we got to the playoffs. And then it was allowed in increments. And then we had nice capacity for the, uh, what, ALCS, NLCS, and the World Series. I say nice. I mean, in in comparison, 14,000, 15,000 for the World Series. 
Um, but MLB is going to let the individual state mandates govern what teams are allowed to do. If the Angels said, want to play in Mississippi, we got two parks for them. <laughs> well, no, eh, hey, we got we, was it? we got more than two parks there are for plenty. them. Wasn't it wasn't it last year that there was like that week long campaign to get the Blue Jays to Diddy Noble? Like Canada wasn't going to yeah, let people that was in. So, so funny. Come to come come to Starkville. Same thing. Uh, Stay in the lofts. Yeah, and there was a moment where uh, local leadership wouldn't let the Saints have training camp in New Orleans, so they could have driven a couple hours north and had a couple of really nice facilities they could have tried out, but didn't have to go that far, I suppose. No, no, you're right. Um, it's you exciting, though. I mean, this is happening everywhere, right? It's so people. Some people nationally are freaking out about Texas and Mississippi's announcements, but you've seen a, with the exception of the West Coast, um, an incremental increase in in really everything. Um, you, you've seen it at the NBA level; their arenas are adding more and more people. New York is allowing fans for the first time. Um, you've seen it. it. I mean, we're getting attendance numbers for baseball. That's going up some. You're seeing college basketball arenas adding more people. This has been. This isn't just like Mississippi and Texas, just boom, snapped their fingers and changed everything. Yeah, We've been working towards this for a little while. Some people, I guess, just weren't paying attention. And in fairness, Mississippi and Texas have been, and, and Florida, have been more open all along the way than some of those other states that you've mentioned as well. In New York, Borky, they just needed something for people to be mad at besides the mayor and the governor. So they can redirect some of that anger by... <laughs> Getting people mad about people coming to stadiums. Yeah, well, the Knicks are good. New Yorkers so. need a reason to be mad. Uh, no, right. no, I'm just saying they're, they're just trying to redirect the anger. Woo-hoo. Yeah, a bit of a uh, a bit of a mess. A bit of a mess in the state of uh, of New York. I'm really encouraged, man. I I don't. It's just I remember this time last year. Nothing had been canceled yet, right? I mean, we're ten days away from the anniversary of Rudy Gobert ending it all for everyone. Um, ah, yes. But I remember this time last year, even before that happened, wondering, you know, when's it going to be? When, when is it going to shut down? And then the subsequent conversations and and the doubt and everything was just so negative. And we tried to have fun here. We did a great job in spite of not having sports for almost an entire year, it felt like. Um, but the feeling with these stories now, yes, it's a year later. It's been a heck of a year. This just is really nice to have reasons for real optimism and not manufactured reasons for optimism. Real, yeah. tangible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting some questions on the ceasefire text line about the news of the day about the arenas and capacities and all of those things. Uh, we don't have time to do it right this second. We're about a minute away from the uh, the news at the top of the hour and a quick commercial break. But to start the 5 o'clock hour, we're actually going to push the college football fix back one second, and we're going to do a full reboot on what the governor said earlier today, what that means for colleges and universities and businesses across the state. We will uh, do a complete recap of that coming up in about eight minutes. So uh, plenty to get to. And then a fairly interesting conversation, I think, as it pertains to the Egg Bowl. Not should they fight or not fight. Not should they leave the trophy on the field. Who's going to win? 
We're talking about, now yeah, not even who's going to win. We're going to talk about the more important aspect of, do you play it on the day of pecan and pumpkin pie? Or do you play it two days later? Yes, I said pecan, hey, Dad. Just for you and in honor of the great Lee Corso. Sports Talk Mississippi. More coming up. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Peroni's Tree Pros. Online at Peroni's Tree Pros.com. News. I'm Rich Dennison. FBI Director Christopher Ray today testifying about his agency's investigations into the deadly Capitol riot. Ray says the FBI has seen no evidence of fake Trump protesters involved in the attack. The FBI has identified hundreds of suspects. And Ray says the agency is committed to seeing the investigation through to its conclusion. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. President Biden is imposing sanctions against Russia for its role in the poisoning and imprisonment of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. A senior official in the Biden administration says the penalties target a number of Russian officials. The U.S. is also considering a response to a massive cyber attack on federal government agencies. Russia says it will retaliate. Fox's Simon Owen. At least 13 people are dead after an SUV crashed into a semi this morning in Southern California. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2021 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. While lifting mask mandates and business restrictions in Mississippi, Governor Tate Reeves outlined a few exceptions in his newest executive order. The only rules that will remain in place in this order are with respect to our K-12 schools, as well as capacity limits of 50% on indoor arenas. No capacity limits exist for outdoor venues on college campuses, and they support the idea of eliminating the income tax, but the devil is in the details. That's the opening of a statement released yesterday by NFIB State Director Don Starnes. You know, when you get into those those details, like a lot of legislation ends up happening with, um, you see that there are some things in there, like increased taxes to farmers and to manufacturing, which, you know, Mississippi has an awful lot of. And we had some real concerns when we got uh, got to that part of the, of the legislation. For more, visit supertalk.fm. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. 
I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hosey and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. Okay, my name's not Smokey, and I'm certainly not a bear, but I do come bearing an important message regarding wildfires. If it's a windy day, don't burn, and make sure you're not under a burn ban. Because like the slogan says, only you can prevent wildfires. I know, it sounds better when he says it. So pretend it came from a big furry bear in a ranger hat. And visit msforestry.com for more wildfire prevention tips. A message from the Mississippi Forestry Commission through a grant from the USDA Forest Service. The president's $1.9 trillion relief package is now in the hands of the Senate. Congressman Michael Guest, who voted against the bill, says there are some concerning parts of the package. The thing that many of us find most disturbing is it creates a taxpayer funding for campaigns. I believe that our tax dollars should not be spent by politicians on attack ads and upon political hit pieces, but instead our tax dollars should be spent for our schools, our libraries, our road and bridges, national defense not in deepening the political divide and helping candidates to get elected to political office. And there were no winners over the weekend, so this means you still have a chance at the big bucks. Mega Millions has climbed to an estimated jackpot of $43 million with a cash value of $29.7 million. The Powerball is now up to an estimated jackpot of $123 million and a cash value of $86.1 million. The Mega Millions drawing is tonight, and the Powerball drawing will be held tomorrow night. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford Trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to miss. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.com. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Good to be with you. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, glad to have you along for the ride. You want to be part of the conversation? The C Spire text line is open to you, 601 879 
4395. Be honest, you know your business deserves better, so get better. With the Seaspire Business Internet and Phone Bundle backed by real support. See how Seaspire can power your success today at seaspire.com slash business. Need to do a little bit of a reboot as we um, start the five o'clock hour. No, many of you have gotten off work, maybe have not been locked into all that was going on in the state of Mississippi. About two thirty, just a little after two thirty today, Governor Tate Reeves had a press conference in which he said that uh, one year ago, a year ago this week, maybe a year ago today, he fi- he signed his first executive order pertaining to COVID nineteen. And today he was signing what he hoped would be one of his last executive orders as it pertains to COVID-19. Today, the governor, um, similarly to uh, what the governor in Texas did just about an hour earlier, lifted all restrictions on businesses in the state of Mississippi. 100% capacity, 100% occupancy in all businesses in the state of Mississippi, is allowed effective tomorrow. He also lifted the statewide mask mandate in the state of Mississippi. The only restrictions remaining, and he outlined two specific restrictions that were left, were the restrictions that are currently in place for K-12 through students and a 50% capacity maximum for indoor arenas for sporting events. Now, this comes as basketball season is coming to an end in most places, so we're basically in I think we lost everybody there for a second. We will get that back uh, as soon as we can. Richard, I think we got you again. You stopped, uh, let's say, 10 seconds ago is when we had the okay. random drop. I thought it was me. <laughs> no, no, it was both of you at the same time. Some kind of oh, weird uh, technological blip. The USM but, fans got us. Yeah, we're uh, we're back though. It seems we are back. I suppose. Uh, so yeah, just kind of outlining the uh, the two restrictions that the governor left in place. K through twelve um, schools will have the uh, the same restrictions that they've had in place, and there is a maximum of fifty percent capacity for indoor sporting events. We have gotten to the time of the year where basically the indoor sporting events in Mississippi are over. They're all outdoor sporting events. There are a few exceptions, but not many. And so as it pertains to this particular radio show where our primary topic group is sports, what does that mean for college baseball in Mississippi? Well, effective tomorrow based on the order from the governor, there are no capacity restrictions. There are no social distancing restrictions. There are no mask mandates in place. That does not necessarily mean, though, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, that at Pete Taylor and at Swayze and at Duty Noble, that when you walk into the ballpark on Friday afternoon, it's going to be 100% capacity and you don't have to wear a mask. We are going to visit tomorrow afternoon at 4.37 with Ole Miss Athletics Director Keith Carter and at 5.06 with Mississippi State Athletics Director John Cohen. 
And we're going to talk to them about the plans that they are putting in place. Both of them were uh, were kind to be willing to join us tomorrow. They both asked that we could wait a day because they got a lot of work to do between now and this time tomorrow to figure out what are they going to do for attendance. Uh, I laid out a couple of things at the beginning of the show that you may or may not know. There has been, I think, an incorrect assumption or incorrect messaging that the Southeastern Conference has a specific attendance policy in place regardless of what the states have in place, and that is not accurate. Uh, somebody, some people have said, well, the SEC won't allow more than 25% regardless of what the states do, and that's not true. However, the schools are working in conjunction with the league to make decisions that they believe are in the best interest of public safety and student-athlete welfare and all of those things. I do anticipate a significant increase in the number of people that are going to be able to go to baseball games starting this weekend. I do. I do not, and I am more than happy to be surprised about this if it turns out to be the case, I do not anticipate full capacity starting this weekend. Could be wrong. Happy to be wrong if that's the case. But just kind of connecting the dots and talking to some different people, folks at the league office, folks in Oxford, folks in Starkville, and kind of all points in between, it feels like this is not necessarily going to be a crawl before you walk, walk before you run thing. But at the same time, it's not going to be sprinting out of the starter blocks like you're trying to run the 100 meter in 11 seconds. And Borky brought up a point earlier, and I think it is a very, very good one. Borky's first reaction when we talked about this at, you know, seven minutes after three o'clock was, what about the fall? And I do think that part of the reason that this is going to be a gradual ramp up is because nobody wants to jeopardize or even think about jeopardizing full stadiums, full capacity availability in the fall when it rolls to football season. I did point out earlier, and I don't know that we actually talked about this, I'm not sure that I necessarily see the correlation. President of the United States said earlier today that it is his belief that based on production and availability, all adults in the United States who want the vaccine will have been vaccinated by the end of May. And that is a timeline that has bumped up a couple of months from what he's previously said. Governor Reeves said earlier today that in Mississippi, by the close of business tomorrow, we will have vaccinated, oh, I'm sorry, not that many people. There will have been 700,000 inoculations. And I think about 300,000 of those 700,000 are people who have had two shots. Also, you started having the opportunity to make appointments for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is a single-dose vaccine. It's not the two-dose vaccine like Pfizer and Moderna require. And those appointments were online and available earlier today. And we actually ran through county by county 
how many vaccinations were available for scheduling, and there are hundreds all across the state of Mississippi. In some places, well over a 1,000 that are available. And it's a mix of the two-shot vaccines and the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is the um, the single dose. So it's out there. It's available. A lot of people are getting the vaccine. The numbers are good. They're not perfect. And we did get some questions earlier, guys, is why wouldn't you just immediately go to 100%? And I think the reason is that the virus isn't gone. It didn't magically go away today because the governor issued a repeal, if you will, of the executive order that have had businesses operating at limited capacities and stadiums operating at limited capacities and a mask mandate for everybody. It didn't magically go away. And the governor pointed to the most important metric being hospitalizations are down 72% from their high just a couple of months ago. The high point for hospitalizations in Mississippi was 1452, I think he said, and we're down to about 400 statewide hospitalizations for COVID-19. So... Ventilator usage is also way, way, way down. And it is ventilator, not incubator, as I said earlier. Somebody asked if we were raising chickens. And I said, you know, I knew when the incubator came out, that wasn't the word that I was looking for. I just couldn't get ventilator from my brain to my tongue. So did I hit the high points? Is there anything I missed in terms of the news of the day? I think that about covers it. You're good. You're good. So we will hopefully have more updates for you tomorrow. When we talk with uh, Keith Carter and then John Cohen at 4.30-ish and then 5 o'clock-ish, and we're looking forward to those conversations. When we come back, I'm looking forward to this conversation. The College Football Fix, driven by Ford. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443. Officials still working to clear that accident. Highway 43 about a mile north of 471. Also still have that accident. I-20 eastbound just past Gallatin. As traffic backed way up, the other accident on 20 just west of Highway 49 has been cleared. Traffic slow getting back up to speed. 55 southbound is backed up to Lakeland. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. 
This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman-Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman-Taylor today for all your transmission needs. With the extreme winter weather that we've had all across Mississippi recently, the blood supply is very low. And now it's critical that Mississippi Blood Services gets more blood on the shelves to ensure that we have what Mississippi patients need. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks, too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. JT here. Jackson, I'd love to have you join me tomorrow from 10 to 1 for the JT Show. We'll hang out and talk about the hot issues of the day right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm with you, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Great to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Normally we do this at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, pushed it back just a little bit. Time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. It's Ford Truck Month, which means not only great savings, but the opportunity to get behind the wheel of the best-selling truck in America, best-selling lineup of trucks in Ford F-Series for 44 Straight years. Test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. So, three of us were visiting earlier today, and Michael Borky, you brought up a uh, a conversation, kind of stemmed from a tweet and some news that was out there that sounds like the National Football League is staking its claim to Christmas Day which on every long, long, long been the territory of the NBA. Like a a quintuple header? Yeah, basically... Back ele- to back to back to back to back games on Christmas Day in the NBA. Yep, basically 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. they play, and uh, the NFL last year decided, wait, 
Why do we give you that day? We want that day. And they slapped a Saints game on there, and it drew over 20 million people. It was a phenomenal success for the NFL, and they absolutely smoked the NBA in viewership. And now you're seeing something similar. They've done it on Thanksgiving. Most of the Thanksgiving games were done before the late-night hour in college football. Well, they've changed that also. So any Thursday night college football game... Traditionally, Thanksgiving Day football has been the Detroit Lions with an 11 a.m. kickoff and the Dallas Cowboys kicking off about 3.30 or 4 central time for both of those games. And then a few years ago, they decided, we get this real estate at night, the primetime slot, we'll add another. And so that the original benefit of having a college football game on Thanksgiving night was you were the only show in town. Well, that has no longer been the case, at least uh, lately. But here's why I bring this up. We've had the whole Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving, do you like it, do you not conversation before. And everybody has their preferences why they like it or why they don't. But my question is now that... Uh, We got a story yesterday from Greg Sankey giving quotes about how they anticipate to have a regular season uh, being played. All 14 SEC teams have a game scheduled for the opening weekend in college football, and they do not anticipate that to change. They are preparing for everything, non-conference included, to be a full go this season. But currently, the Egg Bowl is scheduled on a Saturday. Um, There's been some talk and all that stuff about how ESPN wants to put the Egg Bowl back on Thanksgiving. Of course, some fans want that as well. But I think the conversation should evolve from do you like it or not, because everybody has their preference and reason why they like it or they don't, to should they jump in front of the line if it was their choice. You know, ESPN says jump, you say how high. But should it be something they advocate against? Is it worth it to play this game on Thanksgiving night now when you're not the only show in town anymore? Is it worth it to play on Thanksgiving night when uh, you don't have a regular football weekend when you're the home team? You still have a home game, but it's not the regular weekend. Is it worth it now that you're not the only show in town anymore, or should the schools lobby to get this game to be back on a Saturday? Well, one thing I would say is this. I think it's better for the schools to be on ESPN on Thursday night than it is to be on the SEC Network at the same time as the Iron Bowl, which is what they were, I think, in 2016, and what they probably would have been this year uh, in normal circumstances. So, yeah, I, I think that there's still a there is still a ratings draw that you get by being on Thanksgiving that you can't get on that last Saturday of the regular season when all of the rivalry games are going on. Here's my thought, Borky. We visited about this earlier. What would you say the ballpark audience is for the Egg Bowl when it's on ESPN on Thursday night? Three to five million. Five is would be high, I would assume. I'll try to find some for you, though. Well, I mean, you know, ballpark's fine. Let's just call it four million. Let's just land the, in the, the Ole Miss Sugar Bowl was just over five million. College football just does not draw like the NFL. No, you're right. You're right. But I mean, the CBS Saturday afternoon games would sit in the seven to eight million range if it was a, a marquee matchup. 
And then if it was, you know, number one versus number two, Alabama, LSU, then what? You could get into the 12 million range? Does that sound right? Six years ago, all right, this is just the first thing that came up on Google. So six years ago, the Egg Bowl drew 3.1 million people, and that was on CBS. That would have been the yeah, that was when it was game where State was number four and Ole Miss was right. still ranked. So that was uh, number 19 Ole Miss, number four Mississippi State on CBS, and it was 3.1 million. Right. So your your estimate should be lower than that. Okay. Well, I mean, let's just call it 3 million. Let's say 3 million people are going to watch the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night. I really feel like 3 million people are going to watch the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night, whether... The Falcons are playing the Bucks, or the Saints are playing the Falcons, or not. Because that game's going to pull 18 to 20 million. So the people that were going to watch college football and weren't going to watch the NFL are still going to watch college football and not the NFL. The people who would have watched both are probably going to flip back and forth. And the folks that weren't going to watch college football still aren't going to watch college football. So I don't know that the audience changes that much, but I do agree with Haydad that it gives this game a stage on which to stand, even if the audience is fractionally smaller than it would have have been if there were no NFL game, but it is a much larger stage on which to stand than if they're playing the first or second game of a Saturday that is full of rivalry games on the SEC Network. Is that fair? I think that's fair. My next question would be, so I'm a little biased when it comes to this, but I'm not alone. So for an example, uh, I'm in a group message, there's about a dozen people in in it, scattered all over the South, all of which uh, went to school at Ole Miss. Um, you've got you know a couple guys in it uh, from the Nashville area, a couple in Atlanta. Um, there's a handful of them from right here in Mississippi. And, and when we were talking about this, I was just in about to make a joke, and then you said that. Um, when we were talking about this in particular, one of them is a season ticket holder. His best friend is a season ticket holder, and both of their wives are also included. So they have four tickets together. They drive in from Nashville. They rent an Airbnb to come to every game except for, you know, SEMO. They come to every SEC game. But when we were talking about this last night, I threw it out there that, hey, guys, you know, Egg Bowl is going to be on Thanksgiving probably. They're not going. And there's more people like them. Now, I guess my question is, does Thanksgiving Egg Bowl hyper-localize the game to a point where it could be, at least marginally or otherwise, detrimental? Because they do try to sell their seats when it's on Thanksgiving, and they said that they haven't had trouble. So somebody's there. But if the game was on Saturday, that's four people that would rent a house in your town, go to your bars and restaurants and shop at your stores that will not be there, because of the holiday. And so unless you're within just a, a couple hour radius of the town that the game is in, it's more of a problem with Ole Miss than Mississippi State because Ole Miss has more people that are scattered and students, especially the student crowd, is not the same that it would be on a regular Saturday. I could not be convinced otherwise. There's no shot 
that the same amount of students are at the game on Thanksgiving night than on that Saturday. But you, you is that is right that a question that, but, that but they just, should consider or ponder? Because there are people like me that have ties elsewhere, and if I didn't work in this field, I would never go to a Thanksgiving Egg Bowl, ever, because I want to be with my family that day, and I'm not missing that to go to a football game. So is there a, a worry of hyper-localization when you have Thanksgiving Egg Bowls because the Johnny, the old Miss alum from Nashville, a friend of mine, is not going to that game anymore? And maybe he can give his tickets up, maybe he can't, but that's one Saturday where those four people aren't in your town. And maybe it's negligible, but there and there's something to that because I talked maybe. to those people yesterday. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. But somebody's coming to those games because outside of years when the teams are really, really bad, the stadiums are full. Well, we'll continue this conversation in a second. I want to I want to add to that point in just a minute. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today we'll have rain showers, high near 50 degrees. Tonight, 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 40. Wednesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 59. Wednesday evening, mostly clear and cold, low around 38. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 67. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 42. And a beautiful day on Friday, partly sunny conditions, high near 63. Swither, service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Mississippi prisons are in crisis because of extremely long sentences and parole laws that offer no way out. These laws are costing us millions and don't make us any safer. State lawmakers are considering solutions that safely reduce the prison population. They need our support. Without reform, we all pay. Families, communities, and taxpayers. We can fix this crisis, but only if we act now. Paid for by Forward.us. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how, how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601 355 85 26. 
Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. While lifting mask mandates and business restrictions in Mississippi, Governor Tate Reeves outlined a few exceptions in his newest executive order. The only rules that will remain in place in this order are with respect to our K-12 schools, as well as capacity limits of 50% on indoor arenas. No capacity limits exist for out door venues on college campuses and they support the idea of eliminating the income tax but the devil is in the details that's the opening of a statement released yesterday by nfib state director don starnes you know when you get into those those details like a lot of legislation ends up happening with um you see that there are some things in there like increased taxes to farmers and to manufacturing which you know mississippi has an awful lot of and we had some real concerns when we got uh got to that part of the of the legislation for more visit supertalk.fm Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hosey and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. Whether you're brand new to the DIY craze or a seasoned veteran, The Handyman Show has something for you. Buddy Slowick shares tips and tricks on everything from odd jobs to complete build-outs, from small home repairs to serious construction. So no matter if you're at the master carpenter level or not quite sure how to use a level, The Handyman Show answers your questions with a healthy dose of humor and some great music, too. Saturdays, 10 to noon on Super Talk Mississippi and on Super Talk TV. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. Not the prettiest start ever to a baseball game in Oxford. Uh, Ole Miss had a chance to get out of the inning after a walk and a single but an error allowed two runs to come around to score. And in the bottom of the first, uh, Ole Miss has the bases loaded and a run has scored. Here's the um, here's the way it's gone. Strikeout, walk, strikeout, walk, walk, walk. Two strikeouts and four walks for Memphis's starting pitcher, who has uh, quite the hair game going. I think it's uh, Carson Stinnett, the former Oxford High School pitcher. So 
Uh, that's what's happening in Oxford. Memphis 2, Ole Miss 1 with the Rebels batting in the bottom of the first. So, uh, a bit of an update as the Oxford Board of Aldermen just voted 7-0 to zero to follow the governor's executive order ending the near-long mask mandate. And um, it's good news. We'll see what other municipalities do. As uh, yeah, a lot of lot of lot of local communities, communities, counties, cities, etc., have um, had their own rules in place, and some have been more stricter than what the state has allowed, and some have been less stringent than what the state has mandated. But those things will begin to get repealed or put to rest or whatever. And, uh, and we'll see how it goes. So, good news there. I know there were some folks in Oxford that were holding their breath until that happened one way or the other. Some for hopeful reasons and some for scared reasons. I, I don't mean scared, like they were hoping that the opposite was going to be true, but were holding their breath nonetheless. Uh, so there's a little bit of uh, resolution on that front. We were talking before the um, before the break about this idea of whether or not it makes sense for the Egg Bowl to be played on Thanksgiving, and not because you like it or you don't like it, but because of the platform that is available since the NFL has really kind of taken ownership of that spot. But the NFL's kind of taken ownership of a lot of spots. They want to rule everything, and they kind of do. They kind of do. You're right. They give March to basketball. And they used to give Christmas to the NBA. They've taken Christmas away, and I'm sure they'll find a way to take March away eventually, too. Seems like March will be more difficult, but... They'll figure it out. If they end up sponsoring a uh, a minor league, <laughs> maybe that's when the season will begin. I don't know. Um, so there you go. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. So... Borky was talking about people that don't come or can't come because they live out of state and they choose to spend time with families or just can't make it back for whatever reason. And we were debating this a little bit earlier today. A couple of exceptions notwithstanding. I feel like the stadiums are full. I was shocked two years ago in Starkville. Neither team was particularly good. And, hey, Dad, I didn't think there was going to be a great crowd. It was a really, really late-arriving crowd, and then either just before kickoff or just after kickoff, I looked around. I felt like every seat in the lower bowl was full. I looked at the upper deck above me, and it was full, too. Yeah, it filled up. Yeah, you're right. And I remember that game because at the you know a few minutes before kickoff, I thought, man, there's nobody here. And I, I think Rick Cleveland actually tweeted something about it, and he got some responses, and so did I, saying, you know. Announced attendance was 57,500. That is announced so, attendance. Tickets distributed attendance. So that's like 4,000 shy of total capacity. That's if everybody yeah. showed up. Right. But, 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 so, but anyway, they did. Well, I was there. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I looked the, around the and saw it with my own you, eyes. Uh, did you count all the seats? Uh, I mean, I mean. 
Wait, wait are, are you are questioning whether or not I have the ability to look around and see if the stadium's just, full? It just, was full. They reported it wasn't full. What are you talking about? They literally announced not, it wasn't full. Full doesn't. We're not talking. But about I don't mean of, a butt in every single seat in the stadium, Mister. But a stadium that's sitting at like ninety-two percent capacity is basically a full house. Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, what are we talking about here? It's li- Mr. Literal here, you know. Yes, the stadium was was what there was a good crowd for that game. Maybe the best crowd stayed at all year, to be totally honest. I feel like that's been the case in Oxford for the most part, also. Uh, again, with some exceptions. Yeah, the, eight, if the there's a really bowl bad a team. But when was the last time you know prior to that that they played on Thanksgiving? Prior to the eighteen, you know they played in thirteen in Starkville. And, and see, I mentioned the Dante Moncrief game. And Borky, what year was that? Was that 2012? It was 12. 12. That was a Saturday. That was a Saturday. I was say, you, I, I thought Thanksgiving night. It was a night game, but it was yeah. not Thanksgiving night. Right. Borky pointed out that was a Saturday, the, which I, I forgot the, the about last, the gap. In the, the last Thanksgiving one was 03, between 03 and 13. They, played they didn't play on, on Thanksgiving Day between 2003 and 2013? They played no. They played a couple on Friday in 06 and 07, but did not play on Thursday between 03 and 13. Huh. Okay. The 2018 Egg Bowl had 56,000 people reported attendance in a 64,000 seat stadium. Yeah, that's probably one of the bigger crowds for Ole Miss that year, though, wasn't it? Possibly. I mean, yeah. the program was a joke at the moment, but still. I mean, that is eight. Thousand and that's reported again. That ticket's distributed. Not all fifty-six thousand people were there that day. Definitely not in the student section. You can find a picture of what the student section looked like at the Egg Bowl. I remember the Mississippi State beat mocked Ole Miss for that. They did. Well, yeah. If that game is two days later, it doesn't look like that. Maybe it's not by much, oh, but I that number. That. It, so you think that number is exactly the same? If I'm, it not, is, I'm saying that, it, yeah, I'm, it's, it's going to be close. Oh no, shot! The because student crowd I, is so much better. So much better. I don't, I don't think Ole Miss's student section was empty that whole year. It's better. The team wasn't any good. I just, I disagree. Well, I, I, don't, had, I don't disagree that it's marginally better, but I don't think that it's like this. There's four or five. It's not all of a sudden sixty-four thousand people in there. No, no, but it's better, and that's. But but, the, but the overriding question is, does it make more sense from a national presentation standpoint? I mean, that, that's where we started on this, right? It, it, it's not, well, is it is it you know, the, the offshoot that Borky asked was, does it hyper-localize the game? But the big question is, what makes more sense in terms of national recognition for the Egg Bowl? If Ole Miss and Mississippi State are great... And CBS happens to have used all five opportunities that they can to televise Alabama, then maybe it slides to CBS. Otherwise, it's probably an SEC network game. Yeah, there's a chance that because you're going to have Georgia, Georgia Tech that day, Florida, you're Florida going, State, going to have Louisville, the Iron Kentucky. Bowl that day. Say what? You got Florida, Florida State. You got Kentucky, Louisville. You got Georgia, Georgia Tech. I mean, yeah. I don't think Michigan, Ohio State. I mean, across the country, these games are happening. 
So, Borky, maybe the question would be, do you not think that the Egg Bowl stands out a little bit more, even against the NFL on Thanksgiving night, (laughs) than it does when it is just lost in a sea of rivalry games that are happening all over the country? How do we know the uh, the audience number would be different? I mean, what, what is lost in a sea of rivalry games, I guess? How would that look if, if it were on the regular day? Because it was this past season. I don't think people watch massive numbers on the SEC Network. No, but it was this past season. What, what channel was it on? This past on season, rival, Rivalry Saturday was the same for everybody. Was it SEC Network? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was, uh, it was Tom and Jordan and Cole. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, because they... Oh, never mind. Um, Not their best day. Well, they didn't have their best season. My gosh, act like you're enjoying football for once in your life. Um, So would that be the norm? Would it get buried like that uh, always? Or is that buried? I mean, did they stand alone? What I don't remember. 2016, it was on the SEC Network at the same time as the Iron Bowl. 2015, it was a night game for ESPN. Or ESPN two. Do we have access to that by by chance? What game was on at the same time this past season? Well, I mean, it was eleven a.m. kick, so it would have. I mean, it stood alone then, didn't it? It, it may not. Have, no, there's no way it stood alone. I mean, in in the SEC world, my, as far well, as no. marquee rivalry games, what was no, the other Georgia, one? On? Georgia Tech at the same time. Well, Georgia oh, Tech wasn't this year. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Wasn't this year? Oh, that's right. That's right. So I don't know. You know Fourteen obviously was a CBS game. Thirteen, twelve was uh, ESPN two. I think 12, 11, and 10 were all ESPN 2, 6 o'clock, 6.30 kicks or something like that. Hmm. 09 was a day game. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, a baseball game that is not moving with a great deal of rapidity. I don't know if that's a word or not, but I'm going with it. Uh, Memphis 2, Ole Miss 1 with one out in the top of the second inning. First pitch just a shade after 5 o'clock. They've played an inning and a third in 45 minutes. That's good for the growth of the game. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. Still have major delays, I-20 eastbound, basically from 220 out towards Gallatin and seeing delays 55 southbound from High Street down to the stack. Also look for major delays southbound on 475 at 468. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. 
Pillium Corporation. When people hear our name, they say, cool name, what exactly do you do? Great question. Pillium helps your company stay secure and current with IT support, IT security and forensics, cloud services, and networking. Plus, next-generation body cameras, in-car video systems, and mobile communications for public safety and first responder clients. In short, Pillium Corporation helps our clients grow and thrive securely. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Seaspire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade-in. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. Tuesday after you got hoops tonight in the SEC. 
Vanderbilt is at LSU. The LSU Tigers, who have lost two in a row, are a 12-point favorite to the doors. Bama's favorite at home by 11 against Auburn. Arkansas is a six-and-a-half-point favorite tonight on the road against South Carolina. Don't bet against South Carolina if they're playing Georgia. Everybody else, kind of all bets are off, but whoo. And uh, Kentucky and Ole Miss tonight in Oxford at the Pavilion. Ole Miss is a three-point favorite. My guess is they were not able to get to the fifth. Well, it doesn't go into effect until tomorrow. So still only 10% or whatever the number is. Probably would have remained that number even if you open it up for everybody. Yeah. Folks have no, There, there might have been an influx of blue and white. Oh, yeah. Forgot, That's true. Forgot about that. Of course, they're not any good either. So, you know. No, but they still travel. No. Probably not in the numbers as normal, but I would imagine you'll see more blue and white in Nashville for the SEC tournament than any other color, as is usually the case. How many are they allowing for the SEC basketball tournament? 20%, something like that? Something like that. I mean, of course, that could always change. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got some stuff to do. As we roll through the uh, the week, here are a couple of the conversations that are on the horizon as we roll through the rest of the week. Uh, is there going to be an interesting addition to the Mississippi State football staff? Brad Peterson has stepped away, opening up a, what is it, the, the high school football liaison job. I'm not sure if that's exactly how it's referred to, but I think that's basically the role, hey, Dad, that Brad Peterson filled. filled. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's, that's that's a fair way of putting it, yeah. Ish. Yeah. It's about building relationships with high school coaches in Mississippi. Is Jay Hobson going to be the, to be the next guy to fill that role? Um, 2021-22 basketball season. What are the feelings surrounding Ben Howland at Mississippi State and Kermit Davis at Ole Miss? Have you seen Stanford's football schedule this year? For the first time since 2011, a team will play a 12-game, we think, all-Power 5 schedule. Last team to do it in 2011 was USC. So um, we'll get into some of that as we go throughout the uh, the week today, or uh, go throughout the remainder of the week. Um, big basketball night as well. We owe you a college, uh, I'm sorry, a uh, Pearl River Resort pick of the day. It's brought to you by the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge at the Golden Moon Casino in Philadelphia. I'm going to leave it up to you guys. Which one of those games do you like the most in the SEC? LSU by 12 at home against Vandy? Bama is an 11-point favorite at home against Auburn. South Carolina getting six and a half at home against an Arkansas team that's won six in a row. Or Ole Miss as a three-point favorite at home against Kentucky. I like two road underdogs. I like Kentucky and I like Auburn. Shreve Cooper playing tonight? I don't know if he is or not, but Alabama just hasn't been playing well lately. Okay. I definitely LSU, like Kentucky. I, 
I, I feel like this is that night that LSU kind of explodes. South Carolina was really close, and then they won without their two best players in Scottie Pippen Jr. and Dylan DeSue. LSU has lost two in a row, but is absolutely capable of hanging 110 on anybody they play if they are fully engaged on a given night. Am I crazy for liking LSU laying 12? Or can you be the tiebreaker? We gave you three options. You pick one of those three that you like. Oh, gosh, man. I, I don't know. Probably Arkansas. Uh, here's a free pick for you. Uh, Mil- Sorry, what the other one? Um, I, I don't know about SEC basketball. Like. I like um, the other one. But, but the one that you're not picking is probably the safest one. Here's a free one for you. Milwaukee, minus eight. They're back to full strength. They're at home. Denver's on the second night of a back-to-back. They should be dead-legged. And Milwaukee is nice and rested. It's eight points. It's a big line. Don't care. Milwaukee minus the eight. There's a free one for you. All right. That's your Pearl River Resort pick of the day. Thanks for being with us on this busy Tuesday afternoon. Tomorrow at 437, Keith Carter joins the show. At 506 tomorrow night, John Cohen will join us, both of them, on the Farm Bureau phone line. Have a great Tuesday night. We will talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Mississippi Media Production.